Blog Talk Radio.
you know, the um, the hands of the American people were in for eight years, having been elected and reelected um, to the White House, and then you just see how far we've come, fallen. But we're 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 going we're moving back in the right direction. But um, it was just a just a stark remembrance of of what we had, and I'm so proud proud of um, our first black president. So if you missed it, I'm sure it's all over CNN, MSNBC, all over YouTube. So just make sure that you catch it and um, see that piece of history being made today. All right? So with that, uh, we will go ahead and we'll talk about it. It's, it's, uh, is it really anything else to talk about? It is, but, we, you know, it's football season. It's here, y'all. starts tomorrow, September the 8th. Oh, yes, it's here. Uh, but also the Denver Broncos, they lock, lock up their man. Ooh, we'll talk about that. Uh, Serena Williams, the legacy. Uh, we will definitely talk about that. And Donovan Mitchell finds a new home, but not the place that people were expecting. All right, NBA, NFL, Major League Baseball news and notes, Wednesday Wikipedia, Lucinda's lyrics, TJ's motivational moment. You already know it's a jam-packed show for you. We're going to talk about what we talk about. I don't even know if we're going to follow the the um, the rundown or or the you know everything that I have prepared. We're just going to go with it. Because that's what we're going to do. Because that's what we do. Because that's who we are. <laughs> I'm so happy. And sing. We're going to go ahead and jump to our first break. The breaks tonight, absolutely no rhyme, no reason, just some feel-good music. Hopefully you'll pat your feet, bob your head, um, just something that I just knew would get us in the spirit of, uh, you know, just wanting to jam because it's time. I'm not going to say it again, but I am going to say it again. It's time, y'all. The NFL season, it is here. So we'll go ahead and jump into our first break, and then we'll bring in the ladies, and we're going to talk. You already know. Football. It's the ladies of sports. LL Sports 2 with DJ. The season is here. Let's get it. Thank you. 
Oh, if there's anything I'm searching of, it's I love you. Yes, I do. Because the ladies love sports, too. All right, now, 347-826-7924. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Sports 2. And so at this time, I will be bringing in the lovely ladies of this show. To, uh-oh, what happened? Oh, wait. Um, hold on. Let's see, let's see. We have the triple threat in the house tonight. Uh, Aunt Lou. Terry, are you with us? I am here. <laughs> Hallelujah! <laughs> I ain't gonna act right tonight at all, Miss Terry is back. Where's Janelle? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't hear from I didn't hear from Janelle today, so I'm not I'm not sure. So hopefully she'll be joining us a little later. But if not, then definitely, um, you know, we just got to make sure we keep her in our prayers. I know she said she was going to be traveling for work a lot this next uh, upcoming month, but um, she didn't say that she wasn't going to be here. So hopefully she's just running a little late. But we do have Terry back. Hey! Terry's yeah. back. Welcome back, stranger danger. Thank you. Thank you. Good to be back. Yes. In case you didn't know, Terry, we missed you. Yes, we did. <laughs> but we understand. Yes, we did. <laughs> All right, ladies, so let's go ahead. We're going to jump into it. We're going to go ahead and kick it off with Serena Williams tonight because what a phenomenal, phenomenal. Oh, and shout out to everybody listening in on Facebook Live. We are now live on Facebook. I see you in the house. My auntie, Karen, my Auntie Kim holding down Chi-Town for me. Demond, man, that, thank you so much. My Auntie Lou, she is on the on Facebook. She's on the timeline. She's in the studio. Aunt Lou is just here, there, everywhere, okay? You, you don't have to look far, okay, because she is everywhere. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, let's see, who else do we have here? Some more people I thought saw come in. And you already know, Denise Green holding down the timeline for it for you, girl. All right, so let's go ahead and talk about it. Um, Serena Williams winding down her career. She said that this was going to be it. Um, She did make it to the third round of the U.S. Open. Um, Man, what a career she has had. Um, I'd be very surprised if we see her back, so I do think that this is going to be it. And just the emotional, um, you know, speech that she gave uh, right after the um, the meet and then, or the match, I should say, and then um, her press conference. But first Grand Slam um, U.S. Open win at the age of 17 in 1999, and she finally, you know, we all knew it, but she finally spoke of it um, after the uh, round two when she won round two in the U.S. Open, and she was like, you know, I've had a target, I've had an X on my back since 1999, and what a performance, what a career she has given um, to us, to the uh, sports world, to the tennis world, um, knowing and and just living up to um, any and all expectations that not only maybe the world had, but that she had for herself. Um, Her last championship win, 2017, the U.S. Australian Open, uh, she won while two months pregnant with her daughter Olympia. Um, 23 Grand Slam champions, that's an open era, um, that's an open era record, I should say, and the second most by any player all time. She was uh, 319 weeks at number one, so for her 319 weeks she ranked as the number one player. 
186 consecutive weeks at number one, 367 major match wins, four-time Olympic gold medalist. Uh, she's only one of two players, both male or female, in the open era since 1968 to win four consecutive majors multiple times. Not only did she win it, you know, four consecutive, but multiple times she's done that. She joined Steffi Groff, uh, one of two women in the open era to win major titles in her teens, 20s, and 30s. Uh, she joined Chris Everett with that. Uh, six U.S. Open titles, 73 career titles, and 10 major titles won after turning 30. Um, that's seven more than any other woman in the open era. So uh, the list, the, the um, you know, just the accolades go on and on. But when you think about uh, the era that she did play in, all of the uh, obstacles that she had to overcome, if you haven't seen it yet, I, I strongly recommend that you um, see the movie King Richard where uh, Will Smith played her father, just the vision that he had for his children and um, fortunately for him to see it come to fruition but not able to see just the height of, the height of heights that his daughters um, were able to obtain. But, ladies, I just want you to, you know, just overall um, your thoughts on Serena, her career, what, um, what um, not only she means to, you know, women's tennis, but just to sports in general, um, just your overall thoughts. Hey, Lou, we'll have you kick that off. She's a GOAT. She's a female goat. Tom Brady, she, you know, he's in his, he's a goat in his field, but she's a goat, and I'm so proud of her because she's she's uh, represented, you know, well, but competed well and won, you know, set records that other people had not even dreamed of setting. I mean, she's just, she's awesome. I'm just proud of her, and I'm glad that she's not going out with no slander and behind her, you know, in front of her or whatever, you know what I mean? And uh, But you never know, she might not retire. You know how Tom Brady, he retire and come back, retire and come back. But I'm just proud of her. You you got that right. She, she might pull a Tom Brady, but I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully this will, uh, whatever direction she goes in, you know, it just, hopefully it's, you know, where where her heart leads her. Um, Terry, your thoughts? Yes, ma'am. I think she is a phenomenal person. Um, I was just so, so happy when, you know, she, when she just walked out on the court and, you know, all the recognition that she got, you know, everyone applauding for her. It was just, uh, and she said she could feel it in her chest, you know, all the weight is on her right now. And, but she played, she played to the end. It's like they say she don't like to lose, and she proved that. She showed that. She demonstrated that. She fought till the very end in that third um, round. And, I, you know, I wish her the best, and she have done so much. And even, you know, you hear the young people speak out about her, Coco Golf and others, um, actually the, the girl that beat her in the third round, you know, she would just, you know, staring because she's like, okay, well, I thought really, she said, well, no pressure on me. It was on, you know, Serena because she thought every time she hit the ball that Serena was going to win the point, you know. But Serena, I mean, she represents tennis and um, the um, 
younger generation to just generation and, and you know, period about, you know, believing in yourself. Believe. Whatever you believe in yourself, anything is possible. You know, you can accomplish whatever you set forth. And I thought that there was a wonderful speech that she gave, and I don't know if she will come back, but the door is always open for her to come back. Definitely. 347-826-7924, that is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Sports 2. Sasha, I see in the house, she says, um, uh, Sabrina is the goat. Yes, yeah, she put up the goat. Side. Ricky, thank you so much for tuning in. Miss Bertha, thank you so much for tuning in to the show tonight. Miss um, Bertha says, Serena's awesome. Hats off to her, and I love how she acknowledged her sister day one. Congratulations. Yeah, just the, uh, I mean, Compton, California. Um, when you when you look at the obstacles that they had to go up against, because um, tennis is not a cheap sport. And so when you see how the father, you know, took them out um, and, and, and made them practice, you know, I think he, he's like the Joe Jackson of, of, of tennis here. But, uh, but look at how the hard work paid off. And I'll, I'll never forget, you know, when they um, keep re-showing when Serena was, uh, what, like 11, uh, 10 years old, and she was like, you know, the, the reporter asked, well, you know, who do you want to be like? You know, she's like, mm, no, I want people to be like me. Just at that young age, having that 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 confidence and that, um, you know, just that inner inner strength to know, no, I don't have to be like anybody else. I can be myself, and I'm, and I'm going to be great. Um, so it was uh, just, uh, man, and when you think about, you know, the time now that's just gone by, how quickly time does fly. Uh, but then to know that she, you know, won her last um, major at major um title uh too much pregnant with her with her child and uh but you know kudos to her um you you we don't know all of the sacrifice you know that was made um by her her family um so for her to just have the opportunity to go out on her own terms and now you know steer her career into whatever direction she wants i mean the doors are open for her um but you know you just you just remember all of the the stuff that had nothing to do with tennis, why they were trying to tear her down, you know, what mm-hmm. she looked like, what she wore on uh, for her tennis matches. I mean, she came out there, she made a statement from day one, and I think that's what I commend about um, about Serena Williams and Venus as well. You know, who was that, uh, Tony Bennett or whoever? I did it my way. Y'all know who, who's on that song? Was it Tony Bennett? I don't know, but anyway. I somebody, somebody, you know. I did it my way. Exactly. So that kudos to you, Serena. Um, man, and I don't even know to put her in best female male. I, I think she's just a, a superior athlete all the way around. Um, yeah, man, one of one of the best. I'd have to say top top three of all time. I put her up there with MJ. Kobe, um, yep. just for, you know, what they did for their sport, what they mean to the sport, um, talent level, just sacrifice, yeah, top three for me. So shout out to you, Serena Williams. We are so proud, you know, so she, proud of her. Oh, go ahead. And she, you know, she said that, um, Serena said that um, Tiger Woods had a lot to do with her coming, you know, coming to play in the U.S. Open. 
Yeah, he, she said he had a lot to do with her, her plan in the uh, U.S. opening. I don't remember all the details of it, but he, he had a lot to do with it. You know, I, um, and I guess uh, Stephen A., he, he, he spoke about this on, on uh, First Take, I believe it was on Friday. You know, I don't put uh, Tiger Woods, uh, don't get me wrong, he's a phenomenal athlete as well in golf and, and what he uh, brought to golf, how he opened up golf for, you know, um, African Americans and how, you know, it's a uh, it's a more, in, I don't want to say inclusive because I think they still have their good old boys club, but he opened it up to want to have black people more interested in golf, let's just say that. But he also uh, mm-hmm. reminded us that Tiger was not too uh, quick to claim to um, be, I don't want to say be proud of, but, you know, he he steered away from wanting to be known, acknowledged, seen as a black man in golf. Uh, whereas Serena, she never shied away from her blackness. She never um, kowtowed or, or, or tried to, 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 I don't want to say sugar-coated, but, you know, finagle it. You know, I don't know the exact word I'm trying to use, but she stood tall in being a black woman in tennis. And so for me, that's why I don't, um, you know, like I said, Tiger Woods, he's good and all, you know, and what he did with, with golf. But I think that speaks volumes because we all know that all you need is an ounce of, you know, blackness in you and, and, and the world is going to see you as a black man. So for you to try to maybe detach or, or um you know, just try to stand away from that. Um, I don't know. It, it means something to me. But uh, like I said, Serena Williams stood tall on who she was yes. and um, what she wanted to accomplish. And not for that, again, hats off and kudos to her. And also, 4.6 million, biggest viewing ever for the U.S. Open. So, uh, ESPN, they acknowledge that. 4.6 million uh, for the U.S. Open for, for Serena. So, yes. again, shout out to you. Well, go ahead. No, no, that's a, that was it, Tina. <laughs> All right. All right, ladies. So with that, it's September the 7th, y'all. Tomorrow is September the 8th. Do you know what that means? Do you know what that means? It is time. Y'all, we have made it. We have made it to the NFL season. You know, I was talking to my stylist today. I'm like, you know, man, I, like, I always I rush the year through trying to get to football. But that's okay because it, 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 the year's almost up. We're already in September. But, hey, it's the best part. It's the most wonderful time of the year. <laughs> NFL is here. <laughs> you better reckon me. <laughs> What's up, Rashad? Timothy Sawyer. <clears throat> thank y'all so much for tuning in. Kevin, I see you in the house. Again, thank y'all. Kenny Cage, what's going on? Christopher Jones, 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 Jones in the house. Everybody, um, my wonderful video that y'all have seen, the intro that um, was done for me, Christopher Jones. So shout out to everybody tuning in to the show tonight. But tonight on the timeline, I want to see, um, give me your predictions. You know, it's all in fun. Everybody has a shot to make it week one. Okay. So anybody can go to the Super Bowl. It, it's, it's all predictions. So on the timeline, I want to hear um, who your predictions are for the Super Bowl. I want to hear who your sleeper teams are. Who do you think is not getting talked about the recognition that they that they should be, you know, 
we should be having some type of expectation for him. Uh, who do you see being the Cincinnati Bengals of the 2022 season? And when I say that, meaning they had they didn't even sniff the playoffs the year before and ended up in the Super Bowl. So do you have any any Cincinnati Bengal protections? Um, you know, who's going to be that team this year? Because Cincinnati will not be sleeping on anyone. And then also they revamped that O-line for Joe Burrow, who stayed on his back and still made it to the Super Bowl. What? Can you just imagine what they are going to look like this year? But, again, we all know it's hard to repeat. It's hard to do back-to-back. So for the Cincinnati Bengals and for the Los Angeles Rams, remember, there has not been back-to-back champions since 2004 when the uh, New England Patriots did it. So who is going to be, you know, who is going to be the team this year? But before we get into all of that, we must talk about the Denver Broncos. What? What is going on in Denver? Are they happy or ecstatic about Russell Wilson or not? They extended Russell Wilson five years, $245 million, $165 million guaranteed. That means Wilson is now under contract through the 2028 season. He has 113 wins in his first 10 seasons. That is the most by any quarterback all time. Um, but like I said, $245 million, $165 million guaranteed. Hasn't taken a snap for the Denver Broncos in real time yet. But yet and still, they went ahead and extended his contract. So, hey, Lou, this is your team. First of all, I just want to know what your thoughts were when you heard the story, when it broke. You talking about me, TJ? You want to hear my thoughts? Yes, of course. You're, you're the Broncos fan, the, the, the resident Broncos fan. Yeah, I was so excited. It was, is it 245? Girl, I was just, just excited as I don't know what. I'm excited as the coaches and the owners and the managers because Russell Wilson, you know, you got to stand up. You got to live up, live up to it. He's got to live up to it. But I'm excited uh, because, uh, you know, he's he's set records uh, that I, from what, what I read that uh, the quarterback that was before him, he coming in there and had a bad season last year, and he did better than they did. They're saying a lot right there. So they just trying to – they say what what their franchise was lacking was a QB, a, 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 you know, a QB that, that could do what he needed to do. That would be Russell Wilson. <laughs> Yes, I think it's seven quarterbacks they've had since Peyton Manning um, retired and, and, and took him to the Super Bowl. Um, there, there's definitely been a quarterback carousel in Denver. Uh, but, Terry, I want to get your thoughts before I uh, comment in too, for, too much further. I love Russell Wilson, but, I mean, with that type of money, when I heard that, I was like, wow, is this for real with that type of money? I mean, like you said, he haven't even snapped the ball, and he didn't play that well last year. So, you know, that that's a lot of money. You extend it for that that long, you don't even know if he's going to be good or not. And you just extend the contract. That's pressure, y'all. That's pressure. Mm. That's crazy. That was going to be... That was going to be my next that, – uh, that's where you're leading me to, A. Lou. So it's like, do you feel um, – do you feel that, that that Russell Wilson should be playing under pressure? Like, is that is that expectation that, you know, he feels like, oh, my goodness, can I match it? Or does that just give you confidence to be like, okay, no matter what I did last season, they know what I can do. They believe in my skill set of what I can bring. And it doesn't just boost you to be like, okay, let's ride, in, in the words of, of Russell Wilson, let's ride. Um, Terry, let's have you kick that one off. 
I think it's it's um the confidence. You know, they have confidence in that he can get the job done, but you know, I just don't I just don't see it until, you know, they get the plan, you know, play some games and let me see, you know, what he's working with. Cuz right now, I don't see that type of money um with with uh Russell Wilson. Hey, hey Lou, what do you think? Is it pressure or is it just giving him a confidence boost? Whether you see it or not, Miss Terry, it's going to take place. So, Faith, you know, you must look in the, looking through the eyes of Faith because that boy has a lot of faith. And so do I, okay, because that's my, that's my boy right there. Anyway, yes, I believe that <laughs> you knew I was going to come back, didn't you? I believe that. <laughs> I'm just glad you're back. You, you're on the show, girl. Can I ask you, ladies, a question? Uh, so I believe, uh, TJ, what I believe is um, is I um, I believe that he's going to, um, it's, it's a little pressure, but I believe that he can live up to the pressure. you got to just forget those things behind you, and you just got to press towards, you know, and do what you got to do. You know what I mean? And, uh, and I think that he, I think that he can do it. I really do. Because nothing is impossible. This is true. You know, I... I would have to think it'd be a little bit of pressure only because of the division that you're in. I mean, he's in the the best division. Let's just put it out there. The AFC West, they are now, they sit atop uh, the, the NFL Supreme. Uh, Chiefs, Raiders, Chargers, and the Broncos. Um, so that is going to be a lot of pressure to, one, win your division and then see how you can go through the rest of the AFC. Uh, but if anybody could do it, I think Russell Wilson can. But most importantly, I think this was very smart on the part of the Denver Broncos because the contracts are only going to get, grow, grow in which direction? Larger, right? So you go ahead, you wrap him up before he even uh, spikes or, you know, takes a snap, and you have him locked in until 2028. So whatever happens with the, the next crop of quarterbacks that are about to get paid, the Justin Herberts, the Lamar Jacksons, the Joe Burrows, um, who else we? Uh, who else is coming up here pretty soon? Because um, Lance, he still has a while. But you, you see what I'm saying? It's just like the next crop of of quarterback um, contracts that are becoming Denver Broncos. They've already wrapped up and allotted their their money to Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. So I think it was very smart on the part of Denver to go ahead and get it out the way. I'm actually surprised that Russell accepted, knowing that, but. Again, $165 million. I don't know too many people who's going to turn that down other than Lamar Jackson. But let's go ahead you and get to that. better recognize, You better recognize. Let's go ahead and get to that part of the conversation. Real quick, though, Shasha, she says that the Panthers um, are going to be uh, or could be the surprise team. She said they have the worst quarterback play in the league. Their defense is actually very good. Yes, they are. And hopefully with a healthy uh, Christian McCaffrey, Lord have mercy, we haven't been able to see that boy run between him and Saquon Barkley. Those are probably the two running backs that we have just been so disappointed in because we haven't had the opportunity to see them play um, just due to health. But with a healthy Christian McCaffrey and, you know, Baker Mayfield, he's going to be trying to prove, you know, his his uh, relevance in the league. So very good, um, very good pick there, Shasha. That one wouldn't surprise me as well. Um, but, uh ladies, I know t- tonight we're probably going to be jumping all around because I'm going to try to stay on, on with the um, – with the uh, timeline and everything, but any thoughts on possibly the Panthers being uh, a surprise team this year? Whoever wants to jump in. They might be a surprise team, uh, but they still won't be the one that reached their dream. 
agree. I agree. They they could be surprising, but I don't think they they gonna make it. All right. 347-826-7924. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Sports 2. Um, yeah, they don't. They only have one way to go, that's for sure, up, rather do. So, um, but let's see if they can make that NFC South interesting because we already know Bucks. Um, and I, I'm not counting the Saints out either. I think the Saints can make some, definitely make some noise in the NFC South. Um, but, the, so, Lamar Jackson. Oh, my goodness, ladies. Um, so, my first question what does this contract for Russell Wilson, what does it mean for uh, Lamar Jackson? Um, we know that Lamar, he, his, his goal was the 230. He was seeking that 230 guaranteed for what the Cleveland Browns gave to Deshaun Watson. Um, so now, you know, with, with um, Russell having $165 million guaranteed, so that's lower than he would he want, but, you know, not up to the 230. So what do you think um, that does or did to his negotiations? Uh, well, let's start there. What do you think um, – how do you think that affects Lamar Jackson um, and him trying to get his money, um, the guaranteed money for his contract? Uh, Ain't Lou, have you kicked that off? I don't think he's going to affect him. He just got to fight. You know what I mean? He's got to fight for it. Because uh, they'll they'll give you a big lump sum. I mean, they might say two hundred and something, but a uh, million. But then you don't get it all at one time anyway, right? Or what? What is what is his contract? What is he asking for now? Well, he he wants guaranteed money. He's looking for that. Like I said, that that guaranteed money, like Deshaun Watson. Deshaun's okay. whole contract was guaranteed. He got two hundred thirty million, and two hundred thirty of it was guaranteed. So the margin. But over a for, over a period of what? Of how many years? Oh, uh, was it? Four years, I believe. Okay. I and, and, okay. All right. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I think that he can still negotiate. You know, Russell one sixty five. He wasn't expecting a one sixty five. I wonder what the Seahawks was paying him. Wasn't that much, I guess. But I, I'll, I'll, I'll do my research on that. But, uh, but I don't think that it, it, it will affect uh, uh, our boy. Uh, he just got to fight for what he wants. You know what I mean? And, and then, they, but the thing is, they got to step up to the plate. You know what I mean? You can't be putting that money out there and y'all ain't doing nothing. So, but actually, the one thing about Deshaun's contract, the years really <laughs> don't, they don't carry as much weight as any of the other quarterbacks because, like I said, his whole contract is guaranteed. Regardless, Deshaun is getting $230 million. Okay. So that's what I'm saying. Lamar, he wants the the minimum guaranteed to be 230 So let's say he could have like a, a – Patrick Mahomes contract where it's 10 years, you know, 450 million over the 10 year span, but only um and we'll go over that. I think his was 1 160 something um guaranteed. So yeah, it was 10 years, but he's he's only guaranteed the 165 for Patrick Mahomes. Deshaun Watson will walk away with 230 million dollars in his pocket regardless. Okay. Yeah. That was, so that was Lamar wants that 230 guaranteed just to to start off with. Um, but Terry, what, what do you think of? Um, what are your thoughts on how does this affect Lamar and his his contract negotiations? I don't think that it's going to have an impact on his um, his contract as far as uh, if he negotiates. If anything, if he fights and stand firm on what he believes, and he knows without a shadow of doubt he's going to come out and perform, then I think he got a good chance of getting what he wants. Um, it's just going to I think it's going to motivate him more. You know, to say, um, 
I can get this amount of money, you know, but he has to believe that when he step out on that field that he's going to go, you know, step on the field running, that he can do this. But I think if he if he stand firm on what he believes, he can negotiate. He can work with them and negotiate the contract to get what he wants. You know, he may have well, to, you know, maneuver, tweak a little bit, but I think he can get what he wants. He's got to know how to play his card. Okay, well, now you've led me into the next, to the 1B part of that conversation. So Lamar Jackson said at the top of training camp, once the season starts, all contract negotiations were going to stop. He was not going to be deciding this um, during the season. But he's still willing to get out there and play this season on his rookie contract. I think he's supposed to be making $23 million this year. And I did mm-hmm. misspoke, um, I misspoke on um, Patrick Mahomes' money because I'm going to go over the current uh, quarterback uh, guarantee contracts here in a little bit. But, ladies, what do you think about that decision um, on Lamar Jackson's part to be willing to go out there without the, the, the security of having that contract extension in writing, you know, etched in stone, going out there and basically duplicating what Dak Prescott did? And we saw what happened with, Des- with Dak Prescott with that gruesome um, ankle injury. However, the Cowboys did do right by him. We must, I must say, I must tip my hat that the Cowboys, they did not, you know, try to um, use the injury as an excuse or as a, as a um, uh, negotiating tool or anything like that. They did pay Dak Prescott, but still, the worst scenario could have, that could have happened did happen, and Dak Prescott did get injured. So what are your thoughts on Lamar Jackson, with the style of play that he does, with how much he, um, the offense is predicated on Lamar Jackson, how much he means to that offense. We've already seen what happened with the Ravens last year when he had to go out those last five, uh, four, five, six games of the season, how did, you know, in, instrumental he is to the, to the Ravens offense. What are your thoughts on him being willing to go out there and basically risk it, risk it, go out there and play without a, a guaranteed contract? Um, Terry, we'll have you kick that one off. I think it's very risky, risky, um, and I don't know. I'm not in his position, so I can't say that you know whether I would do it. But I think it's very risky, risky, and he could go out there, you know, and um, get hurt and not be paid. Um, so he's. I think he's really taking a he's taking a um, a big stab there. Hey, Lou, what do you think? It's high risk, but uh, this says a lot about his his, tech, his character and stuff. He's going out there and trying to comp- it, it, it finish out the contract that he started, hope in hopes that maybe you know they're looking at him, uh, this, you know, with this type of integrity, and uh, and God forbid that he get injured. That's, I'm just I just hope that doesn't happen. But um, yeah. but you know, it just says a lot about his character that he's going to go and, and and you know finish it out rather than sitting and protesting and acting like he's three years old. You know, we always say that football is the most um, physical and dangerous sport. I mean, you know, any time a player steps out on that field, they have the um, possibility of either not walking off or not walking off the same way that they walked on. So for a player to be willing to take that risk, uh, I'm with you. I think it speaks a lot um, to his um character Eric. um his 
the, the mental fortitude that you would have to have to go out there and play, knowing the style of play that you that you play with. I think that's the thing that's really um, like front and foremost in my mind. He's not a pocket passer. He does not just stand in the pocket, allow his offensive line to block for him and for him to make plays throwing the ball down the field. He uses his legs, and he is 80% of the Ravens' offense. That's right. Um, I would just really like to know what the holdup is, though. I, I'm, you know, I don't know if I'm disappointed in the Ravens. Um, I, I, I mean, it's like we just said. Um, it, if you don't go ahead and get it done now, then let him go out here and ball and have an MVP season. And you're really going to have to pay out the wazoo. Um, so I don't know. Because I'd ask for more. If I was him, he'd go out there and do his thing like that. that it, it would go from 230 to maybe by 280. Did you hear me? Exactly, and, we, and he would have earned it. Huh? So I, that's what I'm mm-hmm. saying. I'm, just, I'm curious as to what it is with the Ravens, why they aren't going ahead and, and locking this, this contract up. Um, but, again, for, for Lamar to just to be willing to go out there and, and play without the extension – it's a lot. I, I, I don't know if I don't know if I would recommend it, but maybe that's why he doesn't have an agent. Why not? That maybe that's why he's representing himself because he doesn't want to listen to anyone or, or take their advice. But um, like I think we're all three in agreement. I just hope that um, he comes out on the the, the better end of this um, uh, you know of this uh, experiment or, or however we want to classify it. But um, man, I hope he goes out there and he balls. And I hope he forces the Ravens' hand to be like, okay, you didn't want to pay me then. You have to pay me now. And uh, whatever, yeah. I want a blank check. Yep, done deal. Give me That's my right. money. Yeah. Only time will tell. But the current quarterback contracts um, for most guaranteed money, as it sits as of today, Deshaun Watson, he's at the 230. Kyler Murray, we know he just renegotiated his contract. He's at 189.5. So this is money that they will get no matter what. Um, so, again, Kyler Murray, 189.5. Now Russell Wilson sits third in that, um, in that, that tier. He's at 165 even. Aaron Rodgers, 150.7. And Josh Allen, he rounds out the top five at $150 million guaranteed money. So we'll have to see. We'll have to see where where, where Lamar lands and uh, or when, um, you know, he gets that contract extension. So, all right, ladies, I tell you what, on that we're going to jump to a quick break. And then on the outside of that still um, some NFL news. Like I said, we've got to get ready for the season. We're going to give our predictions and all that kind of good stuff. Um, uh, NFL news and notes. We still have basketball. Oh, you already know it's a jam-packed show lined up for everyone. But right now it is roll call time. Terry, are you with me? President accounted for. What you say? And ain't Lou? What say you? I'm not Abraham Lincoln, but I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't lose stay off that stuff. I don't know what the stuff is. I, don't even I couldn't make it rhyme, so I just came out with something crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I already know. 
It's the day before the season starts, and there's no telling what, what will be said on the show tonight. But we are here. It is the Triple Threat. Terry, A. Lou, T.J. We'll be right back after the break.
Well, it's no secret. Ladies love sports, too, with PJ. Oh, yes, they do. 347-826-7924. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Sports 2. A little truth for you there. I'm not souped. I am souped, though. I'm super excited. Okay. But that ain't what souped me. Anyway. All right, ladies. Um, Let's see here. So uh, some, some news and notes here real quick. Emmanuel Sanders, he has decided to call it quits after a 12-year uh, NFL uh, career. He reached three Super Bowls, did win one with the uh, Broncos, but he says he's walking away from the get walking away from the game, satisfied with his achievements. He took to Instagram officially um, earlier today saying, I quote, I've decided to retire from the National Football League. I had one hell of a ride, three Super Bowl appearances, multiple Pro Bowls, and a Super Bowl champion. I gave the game everything I had, and it treated me well, which is why I'm happy with my decision. To everyone who supported me throughout my career, thank you. To every organization that I played for, thank you. To all my teammates and coaches, thank you. To my family and friends, thank you. I came a long way from the small town of Belleville, Texas. I was just a kid chasing after a dream, and I caught it. God is the greatest, end quote. I just love that quote. That's why I I just had to say this this story. But, yeah, I was just a kid chasing after a dream, and I caught it. Ah, I love that. But um, so shout out to Emmanuel Sanders. I really hate that we didn't win that Super Bowl um, with him. Uh, that was the one we lost with the Chiefs about what three, four years ago. Now, um, I would have really loved, have loved to. Uh, but then again, I would have really loved to win back in uh, 2012 with Patrick Willis and Navarro Bowman. So I would just love to win another championship. Okay, so on that note, let's move on. <laughs> We'll talk about it. Okay. I just want to win. Okay. So, yeah, but shout-out to Emmanuel Sanders, though, for um, a very, very uh, uh, productive career. Walking away a Super Bowl champion. More people than not um, can't say that. So, shout-out to him. All right. So, uh, let's see here. Another story that I wanted to get to. Um, Well, actually, you know what? I want to... This is kind of a little fun fun fact quiz. So everybody who's on the timeline, I want y'all to pay attention and I want to get your thoughts. And ladies, um, this is a little, little uh, like I said, fun, uh, not really trivia, but just in your opinion. So I, saw, I, I came across this and I just thought I'd, I'd ask you ladies. Okay, so this is a fun fact question. So if all of these same players, these same athletes, were in the same draft. So mind you, they all played in different eras, okay? But let's just say they happened to all be in the same draft. Who would go number one? These are running backs, all right? So, again, I'm going to pose the question. This is to everybody on Facebook as well. If they were all in the same draft, who would be picked overall number one? Here are the participants. Walter Payton, Barry Sanders, Jim Brown, Eric Dickerson, or Emmett Smith? I'm going to repeat. Walter Payton, Barry Sanders, Jim Brown, Eric Dickerson, or Emmett Smith? If they were all in the same draft. Who would go number one overall? 
I'll let y'all think about that. Mm-hmm. Give you about 10 seconds. So, I ain't even gonna say who want to go first. So, whenever, whenever one of y'all get who you want, then just say it. They all good. Um, oh. uh, Emmy Smith. I'm gonna say Emmy Smith. I had to, but I'm gonna say Emmy Smith. Thirty-two, Jim Brown. Oh, okay. Clifford says Walter Payton. <clears throat> Denise Green, my mommy. She says Jim Brown. Ooh, we y'all. I just now I've had this question for about a couple weeks. So mind <laughs> you, I've seen it on the on the uh, program, you know, and I still can't answer it. Yeah, I, I cannot answer this. I mean. I'm not going to lie, though. Emma Smith would be my last. I, I, I wouldn't put him. I don't know. Maybe it's because he's a cowboy. I just, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But I think, That's yeah. It, yeah, it, it wouldn't be. <sighs> I mean, Walter Harry. Payton was going to be my second one. In their own right, they are all phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think yes, I'm going to have to go are. with Barry. I think I'll have to go with Barry Sanders. Just his his elusive. I mean, and he when you see him run and um, but I mean when you see him all when you see him all run on on tape, it's like um, that it's like they were just uh, just so elusive, like nobody could just catch him. But Barry was such a. I mean, he go left, he go right, he go north, he'll go south. He'll do a, a pirouette. He'll do a 360. And then and it seemed like he was running in slow motion. It's like, why can't y'all catch him? But it's just because he was so elusive. I don't know. I'd have to say Barry, and I think mine would be a strong second Eric Dickerson because I love me some Eric Dickerson. I really did. I love to see him play. I was young then, um, but I, I love to see his, his highlights too. But then I don't know. Jim Brown was just, I, I, I don't know. I, I really don't know if I can answer that question now. So I think I've asked y'all to do something that I cannot do. <laughs> but is that not, would that not be one heck of a draft class, though? Wow. Oh, yeah. Mm, mm, mm. All right. I think I will go there. I'm going to go with my first line. I think I'm going to roll with old Barry Sanders there. But they were all bad. Three four seven eight two six seven nine two four. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL. Sports too. All right, so some news and notes here. We definitely want to go over um, football. So for the Chargers, um, their cornerback J.C. Jackson has um, dealing with an ankle injury. They're saying that he's not expected to play um, Week One versus the Raiders, and they also signed safety Derwin James to a four-year, seventy-six point five million dollar extension. Forty-two million of that guaranteed. For the Buffalo Bills, they locked up their tight end Dawson Knox. Um, they agreed to a four-year, fifty-three point six million dollar extension. Um, that includes thirty-one million guaranteed. That makes him now the highest-paid tight end in the league. Um, for the Pittsburgh Steelers, they restructured their linebacker uh, T.J. Watts' contract, creating six point seven five million dollars of cap space. So, shout out to T.J. Watt for willing to restructure his contract. 
um, for the Giants. Uh, wide receiver Darius Slayton, he agreed to a pay cut in order to stay with the team. So he must not have been getting any wow. other offers. Because I don't know if I'm taking a pay cut, especially to stay with the Giants. I don't know. But that's okay. Hey, he has a job. So shout out to Darius Slayton. Um, for the Patriots, the New England Patriots, they signed wide receiver Laquan Treadwell uh, to the practice squad for the Indianapolis Colts. They signed running back Philip Lindsay to the practice squad. Um, for the Dolphins, uh, they signed defensive end Trey Flowers to a one-year $5.1 million deal. It does have incentives, but Flowers, he was released by the Lions back in March. So shout out to him landing on a team. Um, sad news, you know, we talked about this uh, a few weeks ago that the uh, Panthers, that they had named Baker Mayfield as their starting quarterback. Well, the following um, week in preseason, their backup quarterback, Sam Darnold, went out. And so now he is on the IR, uh, the injured reserve. He suffered an ankle injury, and so he will now be out at least the first four games of the season. So poor Sam, he's just had a bad, uh, bad luck, bad string of luck um, throughout his whole career. You remember Sam Darnold, he was uh, with the Jets, but remember he had that whole season where he came down with mono. You know, it's like who at 23, 24 yeah. comes out with mono. Um, yeah, yeah. So his his um, whole NFL career season has kind of been marred and played with injuries or, and so forth. So hopefully he'll heal up and, um, and get well, um, get well soon there. Uh, let's see. Um, I think I mentioned this last week, but just in case, so quarterback Deshaun Watson, um, he does he has began serving his 11-game suspension, um, so he will not be able to return to the facility or have contact with the Browns until October the 10th, and uh, he cannot practice again until November 14th. Um, for the Buffalo Bills, uh, their cornerback, Tredavious White, he will miss at least four games. He was placed on the reserve pup list. I suffered a torn ACL back on Thanksgiving, um, and his return date is not clear. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, from a 49ers, safety Jimmy Ward, he's placed on the pup list. He's going to miss the first four games of the season. Uh, the Jets, they released running back Tevin Coleman. Um, the Patriots, they placed cornerback Malcolm Butler on IR. So sad news for him there. Um and I think that was pretty much our news and notes for the uh, NFL there. So 347-826-7924. Y'all hit us up on the timeline or um, call us up. Let's see some more answers here. Kim's, my Auntie Kim, she said Jim Brown. Uh, Clifford said Walter was amazing. Yes, he was. I mean, they all were amazing in their own right. Um, but for those who may just be joining the show, um, I posed a little fun fact trivia question. If they all were in the same draft, who would go number one overall? Walter Payton, Jim Brown, um, Barry Sanders, Eric Dickerson, or Emmett Smith? So who do you have going number one overall um, if they happen to be in the same draft class? All right? So, um, ladies, uh, shout out to Hard Knocks. Um, the season for the for the Detroit Lions is over now. Um, but remember, November ninth, they will they will be coming back with the um, uh, Arizona Cardinals. So that's going to be in season. So we'll be able to follow the Cardinals in season. I'm really excited about that because now, hopefully, we'll be able to get a little inside uh, snippet or or glimpse, a look at uh, Kyler Murray and maybe his study habits or what storyline could come come away from that. But, again, that's going to be uh, November the 9th where they follow the Arizona Cardinals. But, again, hard knocks. They wrapped up 
um, the Detroit Lions, and I must say I was very intrigued with them following the the the, uh, the Detroit Lions this year. Got an insight to see how um, Dan Campbell, you know, how he runs the the whole organization as far as his coaches. You know, they all have a say in um, who made the team and um, and all of that. So just a very well organized family type, um, you know, environment with Detroit. And I'm I'm going to say it. I think that the Detroit Lions are really going to make some noise this year. They you know they weren't a bad team last year. They were always in their games. However, they just found a way to lose at the end. It seemed like. Um, so I think that. If they can get over that hump, if they can accomplish that, I think they will be really good this year. Um, and from the looks of it, you know, the team, they believe in themselves. Dan Campbell has those guys playing and, and believing in themselves. And I think that's all you need is the belief to know that you can. So, um, so ladies, you know, I posed the question at the beginning of the show, um, you know, who do you think is your who is your sleeper team? For this season, um, and whether it's the, you know, I, I pose the question as well, you know, who will be the Cincinnati Bengals of the 2022 season? Not even uh, sniffing the playoffs the year before, and they end up making it to the Super Bowl. I mean, you know, even if if we have another team like that, but you know, so kind of on the same lines, who, who, who do you think your sleeper team is going to be, and or who will be the um, Cincinnati Bengals of the 2022 season? Um, and Lou, we'll have you kick that one off i really need to see them play you know what i mean see them right. get out there you give me probably like one two 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 or three weeks i then I, I can probably say but really i don't know who you know because so many players have new new uh additions and everything so many teams have new additions and so i really don't know um but um i'm looking forward to finding out it's all in fun, you know, because like I said, how in the world can we do a Super Bowl prediction, you know, right before the season, even before the season starts? So it's just all in fun. Um, Terry, do you have any any thoughts? Hey, Jean, thank you for tuning in. No, I'm, I'm you know, I'm kind of on that, the same lines as Miss Lucinda as far as, you know, I need to see, you know, see them play a couple times to see, you know, where they're headed and, you know, what, what they – what they're working with, you know, how the um, how they're looking. So, I really can't say. Well, this is just what if. So, I don't know if I'm picking the Lions to be my Cincinnati Bengals of the year. I'm not going to go as far as to say that. I haven't sniffed the Kool Aid that much. But with that being said, <laughs> I think that. I think that the the I think the Detroit Lions because let's see in the division they're the NFC North so that's the Packers the Bears the Vikings and the Lions. I'm not saying that the Lions are going to win the division, but it's not going to surprise me if they make the playoffs. I see them coming in second. That's what I'm going to say. I'm going to say that the Detroit Lions come in second in the NFC North this year. That would be over the Vikings and then over uh, the Bears. I really have no high, no high hopes for the Bears. Uh, the Vikings, they always seem to either start out good and then fall off or vice versa, start out bad and then mm-hmm. get good. So I think that's probably going to be the same because they really haven't made that many adjustments and changes. New coaching staff and all of that, so, of course, that's going to be interesting and fun to watch. Um, but... Um, 
Yeah, I I see the Detroit Lions making a huge step, let's say, in the right direction. Now, I am torn, though, on my predictions for the season. For some reason, I'm really feeling the Los Angeles Chargers. I feel like they are going to make some noise this year, especially being in the AFC West. We already talked about how tight the West is going to be. I don't see Patrick Mahomes falling off too much without Tyreek Hill. You know, he still has his running back core, still has Travis Kelsey. Um, They still have Andy Reid at the helm. The defense, they have to shore up some some holes, so the defense can't be their Achilles heel again this year. But I don't see the, the Chiefs falling off too much. However, the Los Angeles Chargers, I really see them taking a turn. This is Justin Herbert's third season. Um, they have the addition of Khalil Mack, so I'm really excited about those two pillars being on the on the outside corners for that defense with Khalil Mack and um, Joey Bosa, um, and 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 the the Chargers they they've been there, you know, especially in their division. Justin Herbert is not scared, so I'm really excited to see this. But then, I think this might be Buffalo's year. So they can't be so. It, it, if I say my, my Cincinnati Bengals team of this year, I'm going to say that's the Chargers because they didn't make the playoffs. But then if they make the Super Bowl, then that means Buffalo can't. But I kind of see Buffalo making it this year. I see them getting past the Kansas City Chiefs. I see them getting over the hump. I see them focused, knowing what they need to achieve in order to be and to remain relevant. Because you can keep knocking your head up against that brick wall for so many times, and then people are going to be like, oh, okay, we're just going to start talking about you. I think this is the gear that Buffalo takes that turn. So I see Buffalo in the Super Bowl this year. I really do. But I wouldn't be surprised if it's the Chargers. Now, with that being said, again, the AFC, I'm just excited. I'm, just, I'm excited to see who comes out of the West, um, you know, with the addition of having the um, new – with the added team in the playoffs. Um, you know, there's going to be at least probably two – divisions that have three players or three teams coming out uh, into into the playoffs this year. So I see the AFC West, they could potentially be one. Um, I'm excited to see what the Raiders do. You know, Josh McDaniel um, at, at the helm now with, with uh, Derek Carr having his new go-to um, receiver with Devontae Adams. Oh, my goodness, I'm just so excited to see how that turns out um, for Dale. But uh, the AFC, they are. And, again, I'm, I'm excited to see what Cincinnati can do. With a, with a heavy and a um, healthy, I should say, um, and revamped offensive line for Joe Burrow. Uh, for Joe Burrow to make it, like I said, to the Super Bowl with being the most sacked quarterback in the league, that speaks volumes to his, um, to his athletic ability. So to see him being able to function behind a um, functional offensive line, that's really going to be something to see. Um, what is Pittsburgh going to do? You know, are they – this is going to be uh, um, Mike Tomlin's 15th season. Will this be the first season that they don't make the playoffs where he doesn't have a winning season? I mean, he's the only coach in, in NFL history to, to make um, – to have a winning season every season that he's been a coach. Um, what will Pittsburgh do in that division? Uh, Cleveland, you know, will they be able to maintain um, with 11 games without having Deshaun Watson? So Jacoby Brissett, will he be able to – to, to stay afloat, to keep, keep the Browns afloat. Um, uh, the AFC is just so many questions and, and, and of course, not enough answers. Um, but then on the NFC side of the ball, 
Um, let me just go ahead and say it. My 49ers are going to go to the Super Bowl. So I say my prediction, 49ers and the Bills. And the Bills will lose because they will go back to their ways of the 80s. Or was that the 90s? It was the 90s where they went to the Super Bowl four years in a row and lost all four years. All right. Um, keep hope alive, TJ. Keep hope alive. Of course. Of course. I'm super excited uh, again to see uh, what what does Aaron Rodgers look like without Devontae Adams. But one thing we know about um, Aaron Rodgers, he has been able to maintain and stay relevant with whoever is on the field with him. Um, so he's going to make um, – but, but the thing is, is he going to be uplifting to his young receivers or is he going to be like he has been, you know, throughout the preseason, kind of um, staying on them and um, it doesn't seem to be a motivating factor um, when it comes to their mistakes and, and, and hiccups and so forth. So curious to see, see about that. Um, Tom Brady. The GOAT, once again. What would he be able to do with Tampa? Um, but then on the flip side, Jameis Winston, new coaching staff. Uh, Alvin Kamara is coming back. Michael Thomas, they're going to have him back finally. Um, the, the wide receiver weapon, will they be able to connect? Um, will will Jameis Winston be, you know, um, better or worse on his interceptions? Um, so where are the Saints going to be doing? Um, Falcons can't really, you know, no expectations for them, but when is a team – going to shock you the most, you know, of course, when there's no expectation. Um, you know, Shasha, she mentioned the, the, the Carolina Panthers, Baker Mayfield. Um, will we finally be able to see a healthy um, Christian McCaffrey in the backfield? Um, with that, that we, who knows what could open up with that. Um, and then the NFC least, uh, will the Cowboys be able to do what hasn't been done in, what, eight, nine, ten seasons? Will they be able to win the uh, NFC East back-to-back? They haven't had a back-to-back, um, the same team winning back-to-back, like I said, eight, nine, ten seasons. Um, but the Philadelphia Eagles, I think they're going to have something to say about that. On paper, they should be the toughest um, outing in the NFC East. Uh, so I'm, I'm curious to see, you know, what, what's going to happen with that. No, no expectations for the Giants. I really don't. Um, let's just, you know, see if they can be uh, competitive, really. Um, but then when you come to, you know, the, the NFC West, um, the Rams, how long will it take for them? Will they experience the Super Bowl hangover? I think tomorrow night is going to show us what the Rams um, are going to be, how uh, focused they are on repeating, because I don't think that's going to be a better outing than the Buffalo Bills. Um, but then on the flip side of that, we're going to see how how um, ready the Buffalo Bills are because you know that they know that they have a target on their back. Um, the expect, expectations are clearly high. I think pretty much all the analysts um, and everybody has the Buffalo Bills going to the Super Bowl um, this year. And, again, that's just because they've been knocking on the door two to three seasons now. So are they going to knock it down or are they going to kowtow? Um, but, yeah, so I know that's a lot. And, ladies, I want you to, to think about that. Um, but, uh we're going to go ahead, jump into our last break, and then on the outside of that, it will be time. It will be time for the baddest lady in the land when her pen hits that pad. Yes, Lucinda's lyrics will be up right after the break. It's the NFL season, y'all, and it's the triple threat in the house. TJ, A. Lou, Terry, we'll be back right after the break. Yoo-hoo! Oh. 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 
name better than Roger Troutman and Zup. 347-826-7924. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Sports 2. But you know what time it says on the clock, the clock on the wall. It tells you what time it is. And it tells you that it is time. It is time for the baddest lady in the land when her pen hits that pad. Oh, I cannot wait for Lucinda's lyrics. Miss Lucinda, what do you have on tap for us tonight? Good evening, LL Sports 2. I have some great news for you. I have some good news. We have one day until the NFL 2022 kickoff. And no one is coming to scoff. The Bills are hosted by the L.A. Rams, who will not be sweet as candy yams. Did you know that this is the 103rd season of the NFL? And each team is ready to ring the bell. Ding dong! The season will go from September 8th to January 8th, 2023. And all the football fans are filled with glee because we're happy. On January 14, 2023, the playoff starts. There will be so many merry hearts. Super Bowl 57 is scheduled for February 12, 2023. I am so excited and ready. It will be held at the State Farm Stadium in Glendale, Arizona. This event will be better than Barcelona. 32 teams will play in 18 weeks, reaching their highs, lows, and peaks. Each team will play 17 minutes, I'm sorry, 17 games with one bye. That's more than enough time for everyone to comply. Tell me, which team will soar to the sky? Because... I believe we can fly. <laughs> you better break down the whole NFL schedule. Man, the Super Bowl is February 12th. It's getting later and later. It's going to be um, Valentine's Day before we have Super Bowl. Good <laughs> <laughs> <There> you go. <laughs> oh, it have mercy. Awesome job, as always, ain't Lou. Awesome, awesome job. Man, that's surprising. Yeah. February 12th. That means the um, All-Star Weekend, they're going to have to push that back. That's going to be in the end of February now. Wow. Okay. Well, we still have the whole season to go, so I am excited, and I just can't hide it. I'm about to I am too. And I think y'all like it. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know. Yes. Get it. All right. So, Terry, um... I don't know if we ever got your predictions, um, so I, I'm not going to go through the whole, like, the, uh, all um, eight uh, divisions, whatever, but for your, for, the, for your division, the NFC South, um, who do you see, you know, coming? Do you, do, do you see anybody dethroning the, the Tampa Bay Bucks? you know, so between, you know, y'all, the Saints, uh, Panthers, and, 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 the, and the Bucks, who do you see taking the Bucks this I mean, who do you see taking the NFC South this year? Um, part of the books. Yeah, the books. You say the staff is the Saints, the Panthers, and the books, right? Yes. Uh huh. Mhm. Books. Now I'm just curious. I'm gonna ask you. Um, 
So first I'm going to do, I'm gonna do um, Ain't Lose. Well, no, I'm going to say first and last because they, they are the best division. Um, so out of my division, we have, the uh, you know, my Niners, uh, Seahawks, Rams, and the Cardinals. Who do you see winning our division? Who, who do you, what's your prediction on our division? Mm, 49ers, Seahawks, Rams, and the Cardinals. I'm going to say the Rams. Okay. Well, all right. Well, let's see. Uh, now, who you got for the uh, A? <laughs> who you got for the AFC? Sounds like, like she's a little upset, uh, Terry. Did you yeah. catch that? Yeah, sounds yeah, like that didn't go too well. It's all good. Yeah, I didn't know. I, wasn't, I, wasn't, I don't really like that answer right there. But okay, I'm you know moving on. I know. Moving on. So let's see here. Uh, the AFC West. Let's go ahead and talk about that. Uh, let's see. Uh, so that's the Chiefs, the Chargers, Raiders, and the Broncos. Who do you have coming out of that division? The Chiefs. Okay. You you didn't even hesitate with that one. You said the Chiefs, they 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 just holding on to to their number one spot. <laughs> okay. All right. There we are. She has given us her predictions. We shall see. We shall see. 347-826-7924. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Sports 2. And y'all hit us up on the timeline. Give us your, uh, you know, divisional um, picks for for each division. Who do you see coming out of the division? Um, and, you know, go ahead and give us, give us your wild cards as well. But if you want to, give me your Super Bowl predictions. Yes, I know it is September the 7th. Nobody has taken a snap, a down, a timeout. But if you want to, go ahead. Who do you think? Mine, Niners, and the Bills. That's who I see. All right. So let's see. Um, let's see. I want to go ahead and move to some basketball news here. Um, you didn't get me. Oh, well, I oh. didn't know. Well, Miss Lucinda, what was her prediction? So y'all did this last week. Um, yeah, well, each week we did a we did a different um, we did a different division. Okay. So, yeah, so last week we ended oh, who did we end up with last week? I think it was, was it your division? It might have been mine. No, it was, yeah, it was AFC. We did AFC West and uh, AFC, NFC West. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Hey, um, Lou, you picked your Broncos, um, I know. Who did you pick for the for the NFC West? I can't remember. Name the teams again, please. Uh, 49ers, Rams, Cardinals, and Seahawks. Oh, I think I did. I don't think I said Rams. I might have said 49ers. I, I think know. I might have. I don't remember being happy last week. I, I don't remember. Okay, that. so then if you were happy. <laughs> <laughs> because I, didn't, I don't think I said the Rams. Well, maybe I would have. Maybe I said the Cardinals because that boy getting all that money. I don't know. I can't remember. Yeah, it's a prediction. I might have said the Cardinals. Because of uh, because of uh, Kyler Murray. I don't know. We have to go back and listen. Yeah, yeah I don't remember yeah. being happy, so I don't think you were. <laughs> <laughs> she don't remember being happy. Say that again, Terry. You don't remember being uh, recall being happy last week. <laughs> I don't. I don't recall that. So yeah, I don't think anybody picked my Niners. I don't think so. I could be wrong. Oh, it's so okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> So let's go ahead and we'll move to some uh, basketball news here. So Donovan Mitchell 
he has been on the um, uh, trade block or rumor um, for for quite a while, for at least about two to three weeks, and it was being expected that the Knicks were going to make this super-duper blockbuster, you know, multi-team trade, Um, but the question was going to be who are they going to be willing to give up, you know, to bring in Donovan Mitchell. Well, the New York Knicks fans, no no need to worry about who you're giving up because you're not giving up anybody because Donovan Mitchell is going to the Cleveland Cavaliers. When I first heard this, I was like, what? Excuse me, Cleveland? Really? But I'm not going to lie to you. I really didn't follow Cleveland a lot last year. Cleveland really is not that bad. Um, They ended the season up pretty well off, and they have some high expectations going into this season. And they are now saying with the addition of Donovan Mitchell, this might put them in, like, the top four or five um, for the Eastern Conference. So shout-out to the Cleveland Cavaliers for making a move. But, Again, they acquired um, Donovan, and it's just a one-person trade. So Cleveland gets Donovan, and then the Jazz, they receive uh, four play- three players in total, Lori uh, Markanen, uh, Oche Agbaji, Collins, and Colin Sexton. Um, Sexton, he signed a four-year, $72 million deal with the Jazz. So Sexton, was he's an up-and-coming player that they were expecting for, um, for Cleveland, young talent. But um, so, like I said, he um, also the Jazz they get uh, first round picks in 2025, 27, and 29, and they also get pick swaps in 2026 and 28. So again, the only thing that the Cleveland Cavaliers get is Donovan Mitchell. That shows you how important of an asset <laughs> he is to acquire. Yeah. They gave up three players. And one, two, three, four, five picks. Three of them in the first round. So, shout out to the Cleveland wow. Cavaliers. They are trying to become relevant once again, or stay relevant, maybe um, I should say. Because, like I said, I really didn't follow them a lot last year, and um, to know that this was a very good landing spot for Donovan Mitchell. Um, he did want to go to the Knicks though, because that is home for him as well. Um, they said that he was, you know, excited about trying to return home. But again. Cleveland made the move, and he accepted. So New York Knicks, once again, will probably be irrelevant, which is okay because if anybody that's going to be in the inherence of uh, my Bulls doing anything, then I want them to go sit down. But, ladies, um, just your thoughts on just the uh, price tag for Donovan Mitchell and, you know, him going to the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, Terry, we'll have you kick that off. I'm surprised. I'm surprised. Like you say, I didn't follow, you know, the Cavaliers um, last year either. Um, but I'm surprised that, you know, he would land there, you know. Um, you know, I'm, I'm surprised he would land there. But, I mean, I, I know he'll be a good fit for that team. But I'm, I'm really surprised that's where he landed. Um, but what, what was the salary cap? Um, I don't even – I don't think they went over his um... – Oh, they didn't go over. Okay, okay. I didn't. Yeah. No, I didn't. I'm um, surprised. I, I am surprised though, but um, I, I think it is. It's a. It's a good move. Yeah, more than likely, he's still playing on whatever um, contract he signed with the Jazz. I know he he did a, a re-up, I think it was like two seasons ago. Um, but no, he hasn't like signed an extension or anything with the Cavaliers. This was just a a, a trade. So trade. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, and, Luke, your thoughts on Donovan Mitchell leaving the Jazz? And so now they've lost Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert, the um, 
Utah Jazz have. But what are your thoughts on the, uh, Donovan going to Cleveland? They were hot. The, the Jazz was pretty good last year, weren't they? Well, they were until they met that buzzsaw of the um, Memphis Grizzlies. Oh, okay. All right. Well, you know, but uh, I think that that might be a good good move for him, at least for for the for the team that 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 uh, you know trade that that took him. Uh, I I uh, I uh, don't really speculate that it's going to make a difference when it comes to the the basketball uh, teams because they will they won't be irrelevant, but they won't be all that. Is that because you're saying it's the Eastern Conference and it's not your best, your West's best conference, or is it just that it's the Cleveland Cavaliers? The Cavaliers, you know, that's what LeBron was on that team for a while, right? Yep, brought him a championship, yep. and he did. And so, uh, yeah, so I'm, you know, where I, the West will always be the best, and you know, and, until they prove me differently. But I, it, yeah, I, I don't think it'll make that much of a difference because some of them other teams are gonna just exceed, you know, excel. Oh, you know, I just believe that. That's all. All right. Well, we shall see. Like I said, hey, Cleveland is trying to get on the map. Um, nobody's still talking about my Bulls. I'm a little dis- disheartened about that. But uh, you know, of course, everybody talking about Brooklyn. I'm talking about Boston, of course, Milwaukee, um, 76ers. What will the 76ers do? Um, and now with Donovan Mitchell going to Cleveland, you know, he's he's been in the mix as well. Um, Charlotte Hornets, we can't forget about them because uh, they were they were trying to make some noise towards, you know, uh, all-star break and then in, ending the season. Um, but, yeah, nobody's really talk, talking about my Chicago Bulls. But that's that's okay. Well, hopefully we'll be a sleeper team. I'm okay with that. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Sports 2. It's the triple threat in the house, Terry, A. Lou, and TJ. All right, so, um, and I don't believe we ever got a chance to talk about the uh, schedule because it was released a few weeks ago. Um, So it's going to begin on October 18th, and it's going to be Philadelphia traveling to see the Boston Celtics. And that will be followed by the L.A. Lakers uh, heading to play the Golden State Warriors. Um, so that's going to be kickoff for the NBA season again Tuesday, October 18th. Um, and then that Thursday, we're going to see a lot of, um, uh, well, I should say a lot, but it will be a TNT doubleheader. Um, the Milwaukee Bucks, they will be facing the uh, 76ers, the Philadelphia 76ers. And then it's going to be the showdown, Ain't Lou, between um, – the Clippers and the Lakers, and I am super duper excited that we won't have to wait long to see on Prime TV the new backcourt of Russell Westbrook and um, I drew a blank that quick. Um, what's my man name? Oh my goodness! Oh, oh, he just went. He just um, went where? To the Lakers. Um, oh, I don't know the Lakers TV. You know they they get. Oh, my goodness, I'm drawing a blank. Uh, Somebody hit me up on the timeline. Um, You know, the Minister Society of Basketball. That would be that that boy with the orange hair. He's not playing anymore. Mm -mm, No, not the orange hair. Um, Oh, my goodness, Mm. I am drawing a blank. It'll come to you. Yeah. Keep on talking. Westbrook and... um, you know the the, the Minnesota Society of Basketball now. He was with he was with the um, Memphis Grizzlies last year. He, he was with the Clippers for a long time. He's with y'all. 
Is he dark skinned? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Oh, good gracious. I'm looking at him. He got an afro? Yes. Uh, I can see his face. Me oh, too. I can see him too. What is the boy's name? It's Westbrook oh, and... Oh. Let's look it up. I can't think of him. They do. Oh, they traded. Oh. I cannot believe I just forgot that. And of course... He's now. very aggressive. He plays... I mean, he, he plays until his heart is out. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. He's a man society. Yeah, why they call him the Minister of Society, though? He, he, no, I just made that. I just made oh. it. I, I, I just <laughs> it up right there. Because he, he is a menace, though. Oh, my goodness. Why can't I think of that man's name? Um, Dennis. Oh, wow. It is. I am drawing a serious blank. Um, Dennis the Menace. Mm, Westbrook and... Somebody hit me up on the timeline. Let's see if I can find it here. But it'll come to me. But, yes, I'm excited to see these two because, you know, they, they've butted heads a, a lot of times, you know, just during regular season games. He had actually injured Westbrook's knee uh, back in the playoffs when he was with the Clippers. Um, and, you know, so there's a lot of bad – it was a lot of bad blood uh, leading up to this. But he, he did an introductory press conference on um, Friday. And he was just talking about how, you know, he was excited to play with Russ, with, with Westbrook because, you know, he's never actually played with a dog, you know, like Westbrook, how he just goes out each and every game giving it his all, hundred you know, 110 miles an hour. Um, I cannot believe I cannot remember this boy's name. Um, player traded. I'm going to look this up. Hold on, y'all. Los Angeles. Lakers. I can see his face big as day. Lonnie mm. Walker. Patrick Beverly. Goodness. Oh, my goodness. That was going to beat me live. <laughs> Patrick Beverly. Yes, that's it. So yes, I'm I'm very excited to see the backcourt of Patrick Beverly and Russell Westbrook. So we won't have to wait long. That'll be Thursday, um, the was that the twentieth of October. So cannot wait. I can't wait. Yeah, that's gonna um, be a game now. Yeah, so you, you think about it, the addition of Patrick Beverly to the Lakers, we'll have to see how healthy Anthony Davis can stay. Still have LeBron, um, of course. Uh, Russell, we have to see what game he's going to bring. Um, but, but Aunt Lou, are you concerned with the, uh, you know, with, with, with your Clippers this season with the addition of, of Patrick Beverly? With, with, with them losing Patrick Beverly? Oh, Patrick Beverly is going to the Lakers. He's on the Lakers now, playing with Russell Westbrook and LeBron James. Yeah, but I say, but you asked me, was I concerned that, that, that since we lost him? I don't know what the Clippers are doing. The Clippers, I'm just going to see what they're going to do. That's all I got to check them out because it's been a minute, you know. They've been in, uh, they've been dormant for a minute. <laughs> well, Patrick Beverly's been gone for a while, though. He's, he, he was with Memphis. For a couple of years, and then I think he went, he went to Houston. So yeah, he's been gone from y'all for a minute. But um, okay. but I don't know what's going on with him. I really don't. So time will tell. All right, and real quick here in basketball news, Montrez Harrell 
Um, he signed a two-year, $5.2 million deal with the 76ers. So they have another uh, big man under center that they can um, utilize with uh, one um, MB, Joel MB. All right, ladies, it's time. That means it is football season. Yes. yes. So it is time for the ladies, our 2022 week one NFL picks. And ladies, let me just tell you this. When I was putting this schedule together, when I was putting the schedule, you know, on the, on the layout, I think this is going to be the hardest week one that I've ever picked. I, I am so torn on these picks here, so it's just going to be – I just have to go with my gut. This, you know how we always say, go with your first mind? This is literally uh-huh. going to be the picks for this week. So let's get to it, ladies. It is the week one NFL picks. Y'all hit us up on the timeline. Who do y'all have going? And, you know, we do our picks each year. Oh, ladies, y'all ready? Thursday night. The Bills mm. at the Rams. Oh, yeah. mm. This is going to set wow. the off for the season. <sighs> yeah, <laughs> it's going to be some hard picks here. You got to go with your good. Rams. You know, I'm going to say the Bills. I'm going to go with the Rams. <laughs> <laughs> Janelle, she'll send me her picks probably Oh, she'll have to send me at least by tonight or tomorrow Alright, so I am rolling with the Bills I think this is going to be a statement for the Bills If they are serious about taking control of this season they're gonna, They are going to have to come out and punch the Rams in the mouth At home um, And then especially like with the Rams having their, their banner dropped Maybe they'll be But then the Rams, they have to be on it too Because they want to prove that they're not just a one-hit wonder Um this is going to be a good game. Like I said, this is going to set the yeah. tone for the NFL season this year. I'm, I'm super <laughs> excited. Really I wouldn't be surprised if this goes into overtime. So, all right. So, uh, Terry and I are going with the Bills. Aunt Lou is going with the Rams. All right, y'all. Sunday, September the 11th. Let's kick it off. Saints at the Falcons. Saints. No, I'm going to have to go with the Falcons. All right. You better roll with the whole team, home team, Terry. All right. Well, and Lou and I are going with the Saints. Okay. <laughs> I know Janelle got the Falcons. That, that's okay. okay. I, I, that's okay. The only one I have her marked in Falcons. <laughs> All right, so, so we got the Browns at the Panthers. Remember, um, Baker Mayfield going up against his old team. Browns going to the Panthers. Who y'all got? Hmm. 
I'm going to say the Browns. Browns and the Panthers, you say? I'm going to say the Browns. Browns, I'm going to say the Browns. You hear me, TJ? Yeah, I hear you. Mm -hmm. I think I'm going to roll with the Panthers at home. Yeah, I think I'm going to roll with the Panthers at home. All right, y'all. 49ers at the Bears. 49ers. 49ers. If we if we lose this game, it's gonna be trouble in the city. That's all I'm gonna say. All right. <laughs> Are you going with your not go? Are you going yes, with them? Oh yes, okay. in all caps, all caps, even the four and the nine. Okay, I don't know how you can capitalize that, but I'm going to. Okay. <laughs> yes, we. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I didn't say nothing. Okay. All right. Now we have the Steelers at the Bengals. Divisional match Bengals. right off the bat. Bengals for Lulu. Yeah, the Bengals. We just don't know what to expect from the Steelers, but, yeah, I think I'm going to have to roll with the home team on this one, too. All right, so we all going with the Bengals. All right, um, then we have the Eagles at the Lions. Eagles. Eagles or the Lions. I'm going to go with the Lions. I just talked about how I think the Lions are really going to do the doggone thing this year, didn't I? That would be bad if I didn't pick them, but uh, I'm trying to win. <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> what you going to do, TJ? What you oh. going to do? Don't do when they come for you. I know, right? <laughs> Eagles got a good squad, but they playing Lions. I'm going to roll with the Lions. I am. Now, this might be the last time, but I'm going to roll with the Lions at home week one. They got they got something to prove. You gonna show yeah, you different. You need to be different week one. All right, so I'm rolling with the Lions too. So Terry and, and Tina with the Lions, Aunt Lou with the Eagles. All right, this is gonna be a good. Oh, this is gonna be good games. Colts at the Texans. Mm. Colts at the Texans. That's something to think mm-hmm. about right there. I think uh, that was my first instinct. Colts. Me too. Coach, I'm going to go with the coach. All right, we all going with our first mind, and I'm rolling with the coach as well. All right, this is going to be a good one. Another divisional matchup, Patriots at the Dolphins. Dolphins. Uh, I'm going to go with the Patriots. I love my brother, but I don't know if they're going to have anything for – Tyreek Hill. This is going to be the first game outing with Miami new coaching staff. I don't know what the Patriots really are doing. I'm rolling with the Dolphins. Okay. All right. All right. Let's get it. Uh, the, oh, go ahead. Mm-mm. I was just speaking out loud. Just get it. <laughs> All right. All right. Moving on. We got the Ravens at the Jets. Ravens. Ravens. Right. Sweet. We all rolling with the Ravens. All right. Jaguars at the Commanders. I'm about to say the Commodores. Stop it now. <laughs> I'm going to say the Commodores. <laughs> Commodores. I don't know. I'm just guessing. Commanders. Okay. Yeah. 
I just don't see the Jaguars doing anything right now. All right, so we are with the Commanders. All right, Giants at the Titans. Titans. How have they been doing? I ain't even heard from them. Well, are they okay? Yeah, they should be. Derrick Henry's back. Okay, so Giants and the Titans. I'm just going to go with the Titans, too. Titans. All right, clean sweep. We are with the Titans. All right, then the uh, – oh, these, these start the 4 o'clock games. I'm sorry. Now we have the Chiefs at the Cardinals. Chiefs. Oh, that's going to be a good game. That's going to be a really good game. Okay, I guess I'll go with the Chiefs, too. All right, that's a clean sweep. We all going with the Chiefs. This is going to be a good game. Raiders at the Chargers. Yeah, that's going to be a good one. Mm, yeah. Raiders. Let me try to go Raiders. I'm going to say Chargers. All right, T- Terry and I are with the Chargers and lose with the Raiders. This should be a good one. Another divisional matchup. Packers at the Vikings. Packers and Vikings. Packers. Yeah, Packers. That's that boy, ain't Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. Packers. All right. We so we all with the Packers. That's a clean sweep. The Sunday night game: Bucks at the Cowboys. Oh, the Bucks is that Tom Brady? No, no, that's my mm-hmm. boy. Yeah, I'm going with the Bucks. Bucks, 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 Bucks. Yeah, I think this is gonna be the um. It's going to be the debut of uh, their new coach, too, uh, Todd Bowles with Tampa Bay. Yeah, I'm rolling with the Bucks too. All right, then we got Monday night, Broncos at the Seahawks. You know Denver's going to beat them. But that's going to be a good game, though, because you know they're going to be trying to beat Russell because they're mad with him. Yep, that's Russell's yeah, homecoming week one. Broncos. Yeah. Broncos. Clean sweep. We all rolling with the Broncos and ladies. Those are our week one picks. Oh my goodness, the season is here. I'm so happy. Yes. All right, y'all. And then, hey. oh, anybody on the bye? No, we don't have a bye for like first four or five weeks. No, everybody's All right, ladies. So with that, it's a wrap. That's the show. It's week one NFL football. We'll go ahead with our shout-outs. And, Terry, you are up first. Ladies, 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 I am so, so happy to be amongst you tonight. I miss you guys when I'm not here, but I am so excited to be here tonight. Um, Janelle, I pray that all is well. You're out and I'm back, so... Miss Lucinda, I miss you. I've been listening to your lyrics, though. I've been listening to you. And you were cutting up last week when I listened to you. Um, and uh, I want to give a shout-out to my grandson, my oldest grandson. His birthday is Saturday. Happy birthday, Devontae. And, Tina, I thank you for all you do. You are on a beautiful person that I know from the inside and outside. Uh, and you just keep doing what you're doing, and I love you. And y'all have a blessed, safe week. I love you right back, Miss Terry, right back. 
Ain't Lou. Shout out to birthdays first. I want to give a shout out uh, my, uh, my, uh, my 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 children's auntie. She would have been uh, 66 on tomorrow. Uh, heavenly birthday, happy heavenly birthday, Kathy. She's the sweetest soul. There's my children, my children's auntie. Uh, and then on the night we have Portia and Jerome, a brother and a sister born on the same day but different years. I think Portia would be 51, and then Jerome, I don't know. But uh, those are your cousins and my niece and nephew. Happy birthday, Jerome. Happy birthday, Portia. And then I want to shout out Miss Terry, Miss Terry, Miss Terry. I'm just so glad you're back. I, I thought I was going to come get you, girl. I was packing and I was going to come get you, you know, but I just, you know, where you was, girl. I don't even know. If you ever stay that long again, again, I'm going to have to find you. You know, they finding everybody. I'm going to have to find you. Okay. Uh, but I love you, and I'm just so glad you're back. It's just good to hear your giggles and just you here and just your voice because you just bring something special to the table. Janelle, Janelle, Janelle. Oh, I miss you so swell. I don't know what you're doing, but you better be listening to this show. I tell you that. You heard me. We did, I didn't mention with Miss Terry tonight because I'm waiting for you to come back and all four of us to be together next week. Did you hear what I said? I'm decreeing it now. Uh, but we miss you tonight. I hope all is well. I'll be praying for you. And uh, just know that I love you with all of my heart. TJ, what do I have to say? Girl, I love you anyway. You just just made my day. Uh, just the, the, the show, just the outline, just everything, your energy. You know, you just, girl, if we weren't even on the show, you would be holding it down. I'm going to tell you that right now. But I'm so proud of you. I love you so much. Keep on doing what you're doing. And just know we got you back. Amen. Amen. I love you too, A. Lou. Thank y'all so much just for what y'all bring to the show every, each and every week. You know, it's um, it's uh, ah, it's just my refuge. It really is. So no matter what's going on in my week and my day, this place right here is home. So and I love you, ladies. All right. Love you so we'll be back next Wednesday, same bad time, same bad station. God willing. Until then, y'all be blessed. Love be blessed. Love you guys. <laughs> be blessed. <laughs> Three four seven eight two six seven nine two four. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Sports Two, and that was the Triple Threat: Terry, A. Lou, and T. J. All right. So let's see your Wednesday Wikipedia for September the seventh. Um, in nineteen sixty-three, the National Professional Hall of Fame was dedicated in Canton, Ohio. Nineteen seventy-nine, ESPN, the Entertainment and Sports Programming Network, made its debut on cable TV. Uh, 1986, Dan Marino of the Miami Dolphins threw his 100th career touchdown pass and only his 44th NFL game that set a NFL record. And then in 1988, Mark McGuire, he set a new Major League Baseball record for most homers hit in a single season. The previous record was 61, set in 1961. Wow. All right, so that's your Wednesday Wikipedia for September the 7th. Um, Birthdays today, Gloria Gaynor turned 79. Kevin Love of the Cleveland Cavaliers turns 34. Leslie Jones, the uh, comedian, turns 55. Easy E, he would have celebrated a birthday today. We lost him in 1995. I can't believe, man, it's been that long. And the aforementioned Donovan Mitchell, he turns 26 today. So happy birthday shouts out to them. All right, shout out to each and every one of you who tuned in um, on Facebook Live. Thank you for all of the dialogue. I'm telling you, that's what helps make the show. So Make sure you tune in and make sure you tell a friend and tell a friend about your girls on Wednesday night, okay? Whether you listen two minutes, 
20 minutes, two hours, one hour. We appreciate the support, all right? Shout out to Marlon. Shout out to Ronbo of Ronbo Sports. Shout out to the Chambers brothers, Marvin and Harold Chambers. Of course, a great big shout out to Aunt Lou for bringing the strength once again with Lucinda's lyrics, what she does with, um, you know, stats and, and schedules and all. I mean, just phenomenal job. So awesome job once again, Aunt Lou. Shout out to Terry for being back tonight. Um, you know, we always miss her. We know we know when she's not here, she's here in spirit, uh, but we do miss her. And um, Terry, again, just thank you for your patience. <laughs> Because I am so bad with my phone. Um, but you know when you are not here, you are missed. I love you. I thank you. Um, of course, Aunt Lou, you know, just for what you bring to the show, um, your professionalism, everything. I love you. Ladies and Janelle, we missed you tonight. And hopefully you'll be back with us next week. All right. Of course, shout out to my daddy, Lawrence Jackson. Oh, and shout out to um, Terry's grandson, Devontae. Happy birthday to him. Okay. Um, and, to, and to my cousins. Uh, Portia and Jerome. Shout out to my daddy, Lawrence Jackson, to my brother, D'Angelo Jackson. Thank you for all of your love and your support. And last but by no means least, to my mom, Miss Denise Green, everything you do for me and for LL Sports, too. Um, Your love, your dedication, your unconditional, relentless support. I love you, and I thank you. All right? So that is going to do it for the show tonight. We'll be back next week, Wednesday, 8 p.m., and it is week one of the NFL season. Your girl is ecstatic. All right? So that leaves us time for only one more thing. That is TJ's Motivational Moment, and tonight it is just short and sweet. With everything that has been going on in the world, um, you know, just from the the floodings, the um, – uh, that the water situation in um, Mississippi, uh, Jackson, um, to, you know, just all of the stories that you're hearing across the world, uh, the unfortunate death, kidnapping of the lady in um, Tennessee, just all of the things that go on here in our um, uh, local news. Just, again, everything that um, that is going on in the world, we must always know that who is still in control, um, and it is God. Um, all of this was already written. We just have to stay, um, you know, keep our hand in God's hand. Um, so tonight I leave you with this quote, Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 through 6. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy path. It's not up to our understanding because there's no way we can understand that in all of this that God is still moving, he is still working, and again, he is still in control. So again, trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy path. I'm TJ, and that's my motivational moment. Until next time. Be good to others. Be good to yourselves. But most of all, y'all be blessed. Bye-bye.